This is Pearly Martin. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. This is a blessed Resurrection Sunday. I thank God for being able to see another day, another wonderful, wonderful day. I'm just rejoicing in the fact that uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I am going to rejoice. I made up my mind I'm going to rejoice and be glad that I'm alive in it. But I just dropped in briefly because really I just want to uh, say a little bit more about um, the condition of our heart. And I'm going to end it here. This is going to be my last portion on this. Um, this is uh, where I just really just want to talk briefly on about the um, parable of the sower um, from Luke. Uh, where he talks about the parable of the sower, how the seed uh, being the word of God, um, how the sower went out, is Luke 8, how the sower went out to sow the word. And um, I want to talk about the three different types of soil. Well, the soil represents our heart because our heart is like a fresh pot of soil. If you guys are just joining in, um, remember to um, you guys leave me a message when you come on the page and also help support us and sponsor us um, so we can continue to just move forward. Um, we're going to anyway, but if you would like to sponsor us or donate to us, um, feel free, please, to do so. But um, here I am on Luke um, 8, Luke 8, 11 through 15 NLT version. Um, we're again, it's talking about the parable of the sword. We're talking about the condition of our heart because the condition of our heart determines how we receive the word of God. Um, did you guys know that the condition of our heart has everything to do with how we receive the word of God? Um, God said that the children of Israel had an evil heart because they had a heart of unbelief. It's a very dangerous thing um, not to believe the Lord because when we don't believe the Lord, he calls that an evil heart of unbelief. Um, let's make sure that we don't have an evil heart of unbelief so we can enter into um, the kingdom of God. Hold one second. Thank you. Yeah, so he, told, he, uh, he said that the children of Israel could not enter into his rest because of an evil heart of unbelief. And so having unbelief in our heart keeps us from receiving um, the promises of God. How many of you know that our heart is like a fresh pot of soil? Okay, let's, I want to read some from the parable of the sower, Luke 8, verses 11 through 15 NLT. Um, we're going to start at 11. It says, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is God's word. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. So here we hear, we see, we, it, it's going to, uh, we, we, the wayside, the footpath people. And these are the ones that we hear the word, who hear the word. But then the devil comes immediately after the seed is sown, when interpretation says, immediately after the seed is sown, Immediately after the word is preached, immediately after the word is taught, immediately after they hear the word, immediately after we read the word, Satan comes and he steals the word. He takes it away from, from our heart and it, uh, it prevents them from be, being able to believe and, being, and to be saved. Um, that's what the God of this world, Satan, is up to. And when we have loved ones sometimes and they don't want to accept Christ, the Bible says that the God of this world has blinded their mind. 
but he's stealing the word. The devil is coming for the word. It's not that he's coming for the word. This is why we have to put on the full armor of God and we need to have the shield of faith and the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation. We need to be fully armored, put our armor on every day because the devil is coming. He's coming for the word. The word of God is the, uh, the sword of the spirit. That's our weapon of warfare. And if he can, we already know this in any fight. If you could take somebody's weapon, you automatically got the upper hand. If you got a gun and they don't, if you take their gun, you got the upper hand. So we don't want to be like the seeds, uh, the, the ones that ran, fell along the footpath. I want us to look for ourselves. You know, we have to see ourselves in the text. A lot of times people find it boring reading the Bible because they don't see themselves in the text. We have to see, Lord, what does this have to do with me? Well, I'm telling you, we're, I, this is describing, we're in one of these parables. We should be, when we read this, we're going to find ourselves. We're going to see the condition of our heart. You know, some people have to go annually for a heart exam. Make sure everything is okay. And there's no clogged arteries. Well, this is what this is. The word of God is like a laxative. The p- purpose of the parable of the sower is so we can see the condition of our heart. Okay, so now the second, the, the seeds that fell on the rocky soil or the stony soil, it represents those who hear the message and they receive it with joy. You know, the ones that shout everywhere and we shout as soon as we hear the word and, and thank God, let's continue to shout. But I'm just saying how we receive it with joy. Uh, but since they don't have deep roots, because maybe because the only time they get the word is on Sunday and Wednesday. And then if it's not really being preached and they're not really getting the word word, but we have to be rooted and grounded like the tree that's by the river of water. We have to meditate and swallow that word so we can get deep down off on the inside of us so we can become rooted and grounded. And so these people on the rocky soil, they, they hear the word, they shout, praise the Lord, hallelujah, and everything. But um, because they're, you know, it's more like a form of godliness. It's more like a religious spirit. Uh, and it doesn't go, the relationship sometimes doesn't go beyond the church house, okay? Um, so they don't have any real root. The relationship, they don't have a deep relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. It's more based on religion than relationship. Then it goes on to say, we're talking about the the ones that fell on the rocky path. Then it goes on to say, they believe for a while. They believe for a minute. Uh, then they fall away when they face temptation. When the temptation comes, when the devil comes, because he's coming for us. Remember, he's always coming for the word. So after we've shouted over it, I, I mean, I've had the devil steal the word for me. Y'all, you know, you go inside, the word was good. You get in the parking lot, you get in your car with your husband, and here, boom, there he is immediately. The argument has something to do with like, almost like what the sermon was talking about. That's the devil coming to steal the word. And if we don't, we have to pass that test and we have to be sober and alert and be aware so he don't catch us off guard. But when we're faced with temptation, they believe for a while, then they fall away. Then we fall away when we're faced with temptation. Don't be drawn away. Don't, don't go astray when temptation comes. This is what Satan wants. He wants, uh, we got to find the way of escape whenever we're tempted to yell, tempted to scream or tempted to act any way that's contrary to God's way. Because God said there's no temptation, which is common unto man. But with the temptation, the Bible tells us that he says that uh, God will provide a way of escape for us. So we have to look for the way of escape. If it's just keeping our mouth shut, if it's leaving the room, if it's just, you know, turning down another aisle in the grocery store, I'm saying whatever the temptation is, God has given us a way of escape 
and it will take the way of escape. We will not have to cave in or give in to the to the devices of the enemy, um, to the snares of the fowler. We won't have to give in to him. So uh, that's the heart condition that's on rocky soil. Then we have those that fell among the thorns. And the thorny heart uh, person, it represents those who hear the word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out. Now, we see this is real common. I'm seeing this a lot. It's crowded out by the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the pleasures and, and the pleasures of this life. It really the love of the world because it's the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. Um, it crowds the word of God out. And so they never grow into maturity. So you, this is why I said the maturity is not based upon the number of years we've been going to church. Maturity is based upon the, the amount of fruit that we bear, spiritual maturity. Um, we, can, we can discern how mature we are in the spirit by our behaviors. So if we're not, if we, every, if, when trials and temptation comes, if we faint in a day of adversity, the Bible says our strength is small. That means if we cave in every time uh, hard times come, that means our strength is small. What is, what's going on here? Well, it's like the wise man and the foolish man. The wise man built his life upon the rock, upon the word, upon the, the morals and values of the word of God. And the foolish man, he built his house upon the sand. He built his house upon the standards of the world, the sayings of the world, the doctrines of the world. It was just like a form of godliness, but he denied the power because he wasn't, he didn't really have a relationship. So the cares of the world, this is why John tells us to love not the world, nor the things of the world, because if we love the world, then the love of the Father is not in us. Because the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the deceitfulness of riches, these, these three things are the love of the world. And those, the love of the world, they crowd the word out. Okay, and that's what's going on there. And when, when we can't, um, when the word of God is not rooted and grounded in our heart, it will not produce fruit. We have to have, the seed must be buried deep in order for it to produce the fruit, the fruits of the spirit, patient, love, kindness, gentleness. We have to let the uh, patience have its perfect work. When we going through tribulations, that's why I always say uh, tribulations don't feel good, but for real tribulations is good because tribulations is working some things together for our good. Remember, tribulations produce uh, patience and patience produce character. So when we're going through, we cannot faint. Uh, we cannot allow the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches and the pride of life. We cannot let those things crowd out the word of God. Okay, so we're moving on to the next type of heart. Have you heard your heart yet? Okay, the last type of heart, and these are the seeds that fell on the good soil. And the good soil represents honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word and they cling to it and patiently produce a huge, huge harvest. So the good ground, remember our heart is like a pot of soil. So when we say good soil, we're saying good heart because the soil represents us and the seed is the word. And our words are, the word of God are seeds being planted into the hearts of others, into our heart. And our words are seeds being sown, because remember, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So our seed, our words are seeds being sown into the lives of others, into our lives. We're framing our world with our words, right? And God framed the world with his words. So this is the good soil. This is the good heart person. This is a person that has the good heart. And they represent honest 
good-hearted people who hear God's word. They cling to it and they patiently produce a harvest. This is Luke 8 and 15. This is about the parable of the sword. This is the NLT version. So these people, these people are going to bear fruit. These are the pure in heart. These are the ones that are saying, Lord, not my will, Lord, not my way, Lord, not what I want, Lord. This is the good ground people. These are the people who have made Jesus Christ their Lord. These are the people who live a life in submission to the Lord Jesus Christ. These are the people who says, Lord, uh, if it's not your way, I don't want it. Lord, I don't want my, I don't want what I want. Lord, I want what you want. Um, Lord, I surrender. This is a heart. This is a surrendered heart. This is the heart. I, I like to tell people how daily we need to go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And um, what I mean by that is that that's where Jesus went and he just totally, you know, he surrendered. He was already surrendered. But when that fight was that temptation to quit, when it was on him and he he was sweating those drops of blood, that was the Garden of Gethsemane. That was the place where he had to say, no matter how, how much this pressure is on my flesh, Lord, if, if there's another way, let it pass from me. But nevertheless, Father, uh, let your will be done. Um, let your will be done. In other words, I don't want my will. This is hard on my flesh. And if there's another way, but, but nevertheless, Lord, I mean, at the end, um, I only want what you want and, and not my will, Lord, but, um, let your will be done. This is the surrendered heart. And when we have the pure in heart, when we have a pure heart and Jesus Christ is our Lord, this is when we will bear a huge harvest. When we have a sincere heart, that's good ground. Having a sincere heart is, is good ground. Um, but the good news is, because um, the good news is today is a new day, and we get to, uh, once again, just ask God to create in us a clean heart, renewing us in the right spirit. And that's we just repent of every evil, wicked way, things that we knew about, things that we didn't know about. Um, we repent, Father, and we just turn around from those wicked ways, and we say, Lord, we surrender, um, and we will acknowledge you again today in all our ways as you direct our path. We surrender, we surrender, we surrender. And we say, Lord, not what we want. I, I, you know, I tell people, I said, um, I'm so convinced that my way is the wrong way that I don't want my way anymore. I am fully convinced that my way was the wrong way. So I don't want my way no more. Can, you, can, can some of you say that? I mean, uh, it, it was just wrong. I mean, it, my ways were completely against God. And I don't want that anymore. Because I am fully convinced that God loves me and he has my best interest at heart. And that's true for all of us. We have to be fully convinced that God loves us and he has our best interest at heart. Okay, I'm going to end it here. Again, this is Pearly Martin. Um, You guys, join in with me on my daily podcast. It comes on at 9 o'clock. When I finish this series here, I'll probably start going to a later time frame. Um, but uh, as of today, like I said, I was teaching on, I'm teaching from my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. You can order my book on Barnes and Nobles, Amazon. Make sure you get the purple copy. Okay, and um, you guys support us uh, when you support us. Um, so we can just continue to um, go on more platforms. Okay, and I'm ending it here. You guys uh, keep looking for the good in your day. So you see God's goodness all throughout your day. Just continue to be so know and understand that because God is for us, nothing or no one can uh, stand against us. And every time we say we're sorry, we're sincerely sorry that the Lord Jesus Christ, he forgives us his grace and his mercy is new every day. So every day today, today, uh, starting from this point, Lord, um, 
I'm going to surrender and I'm going to live my life for you. How about that? We can, we can, we can surrender and repent anytime. Um, but let, let's know that we're not on our time. We're on God's time. So uh, right now is the time to do uh, this word that we just heard. And so uh, if you found yourself, your heart in the condition of any of those conditions other than good ground, it's not the end of the world. We just repent and say, Lord, forgive me for that. And um, just pick up from there and just continue to move forward with the Lord, okay? Okay, he loves us. And uh, let's just remember when we're forgiving others, let's remember to forgive ourselves also, okay? Receive God's forgiveness for ourselves. Okay, I'm going to end it here. You guys be blessed, be encouraged. Please share my podcast. Again, um, put it in your calendar somewhere at 9 o'clock in the mornings. Uh, You can meet me here at... um, Download the Spotify app if you have it. And uh, you can listen to me on Spotify at um, Arthur Pearly Martin. Okay? You guys be blessed and be so, so encouraged.